2: Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I am Jessie Ware and I am here on Zoom, back again on Zoom, with Mum, but we are chatting to a power couple. A fellow podcasting power couple, Mum.
3: Yeah, I know, darling. Bit jealous. Why? They're always number one. They really are. Yeah. Young whippersnappers
2: last year and now they're high flyers, I tell you I know, darling. We have Chris Ramsey and Rosie Ramsey. They are hysterical. Are they? Oh what? my goodness, the podcast is so funny. It's about being a parent and all the stuff that you don't think anybody else thinks about too. They are brilliant. They do this thing, what's the beef? And they talk about things that they don't like about each other. But however... If this makes them sound like they're just complaining all the time. However, they do it with this kind of brilliant tone and and they get on so well. So much like you and I, Mum, only see each other when we're doing podcasts now. Actually, that's a lie.
3: We went on holiday together and we're incredibly codependent. Actually, you only talk to me if it's to do with the podcast. You never speak to me and I'm your mother and you never check on me and I could be dead. At the bottom of the stairs because you'd never ring me every day.
2: Well, thankfully, we do a podcast pretty much every day. So I always know that you're not dead and Mm. you are alive and kicking with uh, the amount of calls that you give me every day. So we know you're not dead, Mum.
3: It's only to be helpful, Jessie, not to do anything other than to be at your service, which I think (laughs) I am. Mercy Baku. Yeah. Um,
2: anyway, I'm very uh, excited to chat to them because they really sound like they adore each other and they have such a giggle together. And I feel like they flirt a lot with each other. So we are chatting to them on the release day of their book, Shagged, Married, Annoyed. So we'll talk to them about that, but also talk about. Oh, Rosie's pregnant. Is she? How many children have they got? One little Robin. Chris was on. Strictly did really, really well. I know.
3: I watched him and he was fun. You really liked him. I liked him because he improved so much and he was fun. And he didn't take himself seriously. <laughs> all right, Shirley. Yeah. They have
2: the best accent. I'm, I'm sorry, the Geordie accent is the best
3: accent yeah. in the world. I bet they know Cheryl as well. Are you also going to ask them if they've been in Biker Grove? Do they know Anton De- Anton Deck? Donna Eyre. Which football team? Is it Newcastle, Middlesbrough or Sunderland? It's all very important to Geordies. They're very tribal. Chris Ramsey and
2: Rosie Ramsey coming up on Table Manners. And Mum with all the hard-hitting questions. It's such a pleasure to meet you. We've watched and well, I've heard you and we've watched you from afar, but you are this dreamy power couple that are... No, you are. I've had it's some
4: kind of compliments to dear. I know. God, I don't, know how, don't quite know how I take them.
3: <laughs> Can I ask? Are you sitting on a particularly tall chair, Chris, or is Rosie on? I'm a s- on a really
4: I little am. stool. Do you want to swap, sweetheart?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Because I just wondered—is she really so much smaller than you? You're
2: basically Kylie Minogue, I think, Rosie.
3: <laughs>
1: well, I'll take that. Right. Oh, hang on. You go that way. Oh my
2: God, Mum! You're ruining this. They just had the system, and you're making them play <laughs> musical
3: chairs. They don't have to change. I just wondered about height.
4: No, do you know what it is? You're totally right because I was being selfish and sitting on a lovely back chair and poor pregnant wife was sitting on a, a footstool the and that's not one. cool.
2: That's going to be a beef on the uh, next episode, yeah? Yeah. Oh
4: God, I Yeah, aye. you forget
2: that I'm pregnant all I do, the
4: time. I forget.
2: But I want to know about the beef stuff mm, because yeah. you say you write them down and you've been saving these up for a while, you had them in your notes. Yeah. But like... To be fair, like, husbands and wives just piss each other off all, every day. So it's kind of, are you regurgitating some of the beefs?
1: I think we have a couple of
2: times, have we?
4: Yeah, <laughs> um, there's been a couple um, where we'll have to literally revisit it.
2: Yeah, regurg was a bit mean. Revisit. Revi- yeah, <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, it's like, do you know you're still doing this, by the way? And then we'll add, like, another layer to it. Mm. Um, but who was it who asked us? Someone asked us the day and they were like, guys, you must have ran out. And we were like, nope. mate, there's always, like, a couple to choose from in my phone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) Well it's funny
2: because I um yeah, I was listening to one of your um ones and you were saying about how Chris never makes the bed. Never. And neither does my husband. (sighs) Jesse, the but then he calls me the most untidy person. But I'm like, that's just like plain and simple, simple kind of... Jesse,
3: Sam is right. You are the most untidy person. Wow. It's because I'm but creative, you make mom. the bed. Oh, it's, sorry. Us <laughs>
1: creatives, you
3: know. I'm, I'm really
1: messy. I'm really messy. Are oh, you? Yes. But I cannot get into creative. an unmade bed. I just think it's... I agree. You know, it's, it's just something that needs to be done.
4: Well, actually, th- this could have been a beef on this week's podcast, but you know what? Because you're so lovely, you're just going to have it on this one. Um... Rosie is so messy. I do. I did a thing on me uh, stand up to about how she leaves clothes on the bathroom floor, uh, and we we'll talked about it on the podcast. We've got three dirty baskets, dirty washing baskets in the house. Rosie bought an extra one the other day to put in the bathroom instead of taking her clothes to the dirty basket. You bought another one for the bathroom,
3: but that's where you should have a dirty
4: basket.
1: <laughs> exactly, I bought that You should take your clothes yeah, off To stop you whinging about clothes being on the floor Exactly,
4: properly. so instead of instead of taking them Just a couple of rooms over to the, to the laundry room To put them in You bought another basket oh. for that room So you don't well have to done, move Rosie. them Thank you oh, I think it's uh, very just,
3: sensible This is backfiring so big much. time this. So look, have you two known each other since you were five or six? Since,
1: since we were 14, I think.
4: Probably about 14. 14. Yeah. 14
1: but we were never together.
3: We, d- we played in the same street. Did you? Was that, that Biker
4: Grove? No.
1: no I'm
3: Mom. teasing <laughs> I'm teasing really? Jessie really? said I wasn't to say that but Love listen it. can I just sort out from the outset but do you know Donna Air? no we don't do you know Cheryl Cole uh, yeah, I know Cheryl you Cole know yeah it's yeah. not yeah. Cole mum anymore and which football team is it Middlesbrough Newcastle or Newcastle or Sunderland
1: well, I see, I'm Sunderland my dad is like a massive Sunderland fan yeah and your your dad is. my dad's we're... Sunderland
4: but I don't I, I, I genuinely cannot Hates bear football, football. Oh. if Newcastle and Sunderland were playing in my garden. I took the curtain.
3: Oh my god! What sort of bloke is he? It's
4: terrible, it's smart, isn't it? I, do you know what? I, I got it. I got it shoved down my throat when I was a kid. So much, and it was like, like football. You have to like football. And I pretended for years. And then when I finally got the confidence to go, oh, do you know what? I don't give a shit. Like I don't care. I just. It was just such a release. Like I will be at school trying to pretend I knew and trying to follow on with the banter, and I was like, this is just painful. So
1: when did you two get together? Um, when? So how long have we been together? Eight years. Uh, yes. Eight, six years years ago. More,
4: eight years yeah. ago. Yeah.
1: So we kind of, we went we played in the same street. We went to college together, and then we didn't see each other for years and years and years. Facebook friends, I think.
4: No, I don't were even we think not? we were. I don't think so. Well, I
1: knew where you were,
3: and then um... <laughs> had you kissed each other as teenagers? Ever?
4: No, never. No, Rosie was there. Uh, Rosie was always going out with the bigger boys. What do you
3: mean bigger? Bigger in what respect? Mark.
4: Older, the older boys.
3: Okay, the older ones. She's really filthy, my mum. No, I don't know. You know, they were sitting on different heights. <laughs> no, yeah. bigger Sorry. in all ways.
1: Yeah. No, she was fourteen at the time, that. so let's uh, <laughs> let's
4: be careful. Yeah, so that's when I first met Rosie. So Rosie came round to our. Um, Uh, To my uh, the estate that I lived on with her friend, because her friend was going out with another lad, and then Rosie was going out. You know how they would sort of, I'm going out with him, so you can like go out with his friend. So it was kind of that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then we just weirdly orbited each other. We're always like one degree of separation away from each other. Now that I've looked back on it. And uh, yeah, and then we find we went to college together. I sat next to Rosie's boyfriend in college. Oh yeah, um, her long long term boyfriend. Oh no. yeah. I wasn't like you know I wasn't infatuated with. Him. I remember thinking, oh yeah, she's she's, she's beautiful. Aww. And I remember your boyfriend was a lovely lad though. I, I really got on with him well. Brilliant at maths, copied off him big time. He was awesome. <laughs> um, then he left, didn't he? he didn't do. He, I think he went to a different class or something. in my second year, I tanked like no one's business because I wasn't in his class anymore. <laughs> You didn't do my class. Sorry about that. Yeah, I have Nothing a word. Nothing to do with me. <laughs> have a word. Uh, and then yeah, and then we got together. When was it? I was on tour and I came back eight years I? ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we met. We met in the nightclub. club.
2: Was he always funny at school? Was he always making people laugh? Do you
1: know, I don't. I can't remember that side of you, yeah. Chris. We were really different. Chris was like um, a proper emo kid. Does that make sense? You were a bit. Many moments. Really. He was a bit moments. rocky, and he had this massive hair huge, huge hair. Terrible. Um, and he used to, I always remember, he wore skinny jeans and he'd, in the winter he'd just wear a T-shirt and a leather jacket and I'd be like, he must be freezing all the time. Wow. And yeah, I just remember you having massive hair but we didn't really d- socialise. You're
4: picking a perfect, uh, a, a specific um, phase, sorry. I, I went through all the phases. I did the G- chav phase, I did the, the emo kid phase. I, d- I did all of them, but you're, you're remembering the specific one from college, I think.
3: That's, where, that's That was the time, yeah. yeah. She liked that one. Yeah. <laughs> T shirt and leather jacket, like the font. But the emo yeah, yeah, font. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember Happy Days?
4: Yes. I've never fixed a I uh, jukebox happy days. in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: love so, okay. So, so what, um, what was
1: your first date? Can you remember the meal that you had? We went to Gusto.
4: Italian restaurant
1: in Newcastle such a weird first date we went to Gusto in Newcastle and then the Malmaison hotel is just next door we went there and Lee Francis was there yeah. aka Keith Lemon and obviously I was on a date with Chris and I knew he was a comedian and stuff like that didn't know exactly what he was doing and then Lee Francis came over like all right Chris well it just kind yeah. of like this is weird. Oh, well, not well, just he that. paid we're, him, so we Rosie. In. No,
4: I, honestly, I <laughs> swear down, it could not have went better. Like <laughs> I was, like I was not not many times in my life. I'm a Billy Big Bollocks, right? But on the Sunday, I'd been at the Malmeers on the same place because I went there. Didn't I go to Ed oh, Sheeran's game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ed Sheeran was doing Newcastle City Hall. So I got, I went there, and then we went for drinks afterwards because I know, obviously, I know Ed, and we went we went to that same bar, and I was like, oh, we'll come back. So then we went back and I was like oh I was here with her dreaming the other night and no oh, you know uh, and trying to impress. And then as we were walking in, then people said, come have your photo. And there was loads of them outside. And I was like, how the hell did you know I was here? And they were like, oh no, Lee Francis is here. So then when he came over in the bar, I was like, this is just, I must look fantastic here. This this never happens to me. This is so cool. Like, and that was years
1: ago as well. That was like eight years Rosie, ago. Rosie, were
3: you impressed?
1: I, I, yeah, I was a little bit impressed. I'm not going to lie. But then at the same time, it was a bit terrifying. Like it was a bit strange. Do you know what I mean? So... It was weird, and then you went off for a bit, didn't you? Where? Went off where? But you went away. You went. You went well, away. Not on that tour night, though.
4: Not that night. Yeah, I didn't just walk away. So.
1: Oh no no no! Mainly, I going night. for a couple
4: of pints. Um, we'll <laughs> so see you in later a bit.
1: It's been lovely. <laughs> I'll not ring
4: you. No, I went on tour. We kind of, we only just sort of, you know, I hadn't made any official, and then I went on tour, and then I'd see you whenever I could, and then we um it was new New year's Year's new year's eve we made it official new year's eve oh that's so
1: you're so romantic (laughs) i just love it i'm not it was really at the beginning not so much now (laughs) it was extremely romantic it was like we got engaged after six months we were besotted with each other it was really really quick married a year later then we had robin and obviously we still get along now but it wasn't it really sweet at the <laughs> <Wow>. beginning <laughs> see
4: how that it was so romantic at the beginning and obviously we'll still get along now <laughs> that's that's the sentence that just fell out of my wife's together. mouth i've just remembered something you, you're saying there uh just that it was really um uh really romantic in the new year can you remember mm. we we, we mate's sister's house mm. rosie and it was like a house party yeah and we were in this other room on our own, and I was just saying, and she was saying, But you live in Manchester? And I was like, No, let's make it official. And she was like, Oh, but you live in Manchester? What's going to happen? I was like, I don't know. Let's just see what happens. And someone drunk, uh, I think it was the sister drunk, came running in and opened the door. And we were like, Look, and she was like, Oh, sorry, just came in to check your weren't shagging.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, We were literally
4: like, holding, looking at each other's eyes, saying wanted to be boyfriend and girlfriend and to make it official. And she was just like, I was just checking your weren't shagging. See you later, And She just walked back out. That. That's northeast. like an
2: episode in... A, that's like a scene in a Richard Curtis film or something. It's <laughs> yeah, very yeah, long yeah. actually. I'm yes. into it. I'm
1: into it. So are
3: you based in Manchester?
4: I was. I was at the time.
3: Yeah. So where are you exactly now? We're in South,
1: South Shields, Shields, which oh, is wow. um, about 13 miles from Newcastle. It's our hometown. It's where we both grew up. And, and we've just stayed here, haven't we?
4: Well, I just decided to move back when, when, when we got together... And then I kind of realized that it, because you weren't working, you weren't doing anything at the time, like like what we do now. Mm-hmm. And I realized that as long as I'm not living on like the Shetland Islands, you can, if you're touring, if touring's your main income, it doesn't yeah. matter where you live. Mm. You know what I mean? As long yeah. as you're not out of the country that you're touring, you can live wherever because you've got to you've got to travel anyway. So I came back.
2: I want to know about the book. So okay, so. The podcast started a year, well, over a year ago now. Yeah.
4: yeah, like eighteen months. And
2: it's been an insanely successful podcast. You're always number one. It's incredibly annoying. And um, <laughs> sorry. And uh, you really are like it, it. People have taken to you, and you've built this community. And you have people emailing in with all their kind of filthy things or their questions, and it's amazing. And you know, as a parent, and I mean, you also have the best accents in the world, so I could just listen to you forever. <laughs> But it's really amazing how you've built this community. And, you know, we have a similar community. And it's such fun, isn't it? That podcast community. And they really feel like people you could have over for, like, dinner or have a drink with, right? Nah, but I want to know about... some of the emails.
4: <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, some of them, if we're going to have them around, I think we'll have to put plastic sheeting down like Dexter. Um, not having them <laughs> round. Some of them are. Oh, good grief. Sorry to interrupt. I just, had to, I just had to put that out there in case anyone's listening going, I'll pop around this for dinner. Categorically... <laughs> None of you are welcome at our house for dinner.
2: <laughs> but I wanted to know how have you made this book out of the podcast? Like, how explain a bit about what the book is.
1: Well, when it first started, when we got asked if we wanted to do a book, it was kind of like, a, uh, "Should we give it a try?" We hadn't thought about it at all, to be well. honest, had we? It was just, it was not. You've never done one, no, ever, n- no, no. Stand up wise, and I obviously I'd never done one, so we had to have a chat about it. And to be totally honest with you, we didn't know how to do it. We were like, right, the podcast works like this. How are we going to get that into book form? So what we did was we picked questions from the public through emails and we would take specific questions and then we would kind of write a chapter around that question. Yeah. If that makes sense. So you're kind of like agony... Mum and Dad. A little bit. Yeah, but
4: would kind of jump out, take their question, jump out the main point of their question, turn that into the topic of the chapter, and then put their question in it. That's genius. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah.
4: Wow. Um So it was like, you know, if someone was emailing about a terrible one-night stand they'd have, we'll go, right, one-night stands. All of Rosie's opinions on one-night stands, all of my opinions on one-night stands, everything, stories, whatever we wanted to put in, then and at the end, there's their little letter, the email that was Furt Scott, and then at the end of the chapter, us answering their questions.
1: That's genius. Because it's such a huge part. The question from the public is such a huge part of the podcast. Yeah. It's I was like, nobody really wants to read just about what me and Chris think about all of this random stuff and I think we're too young for like an autobiography or something yeah, like I'm that so that, like... we ju- we thought we're going to involve them as much as possible and some of the questions that we get oh my
4: we've word. got like 20,000 emails in the email mm. box we've mm-hmm. only just scratched the surface yeah. it's crazy so
2: you know that there's a trilogy you've got you've got a kind <laughs> of you've got <laughs> 10 <contempt laughs> books in you
4: I, I don't, don't know, know about that, but yeah, it's. Uh, I found it, was, it really hard. It was difficult.
2: Penguin will be making you sign on the dotted line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Give it>
4: to,
1: <laughs> on tomorrow. the phone, hello, hello. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. We'll have to. We need to talk about that. Yeah,
4: it was. It was. Um, we deliberately didn't want to put was it stressful. Yeah, we didn't want to put anything from the yeah. podcast in the book. So there's nothing. There's there's references. There's some references, but there's nothing from the podcast transcribed or anything in the book. And, and there's no stories repeated. It's all brand new in the book. And um, we, so we, we signed up to do it. We got it all sorted out. And then I did Strictly. Mm-hmm. So it was basically Naft the most, yeah, the busiest months. I've ever been while Rosie, every couple of days, phoning is going, I'm freaking out, we need to start this book. And me going, it'll be fine. We'll leave it till January. It'll be fine. We started it over the Christmas. Can you remember? We literally yeah. started writing it in between Christmas and New Year. Nice and stressful period. Oh, well, why why not? In between How Christmas and New <laughs> <laughs> Year, when most people do literally fuck all uh and just sit around watching yeah. daytime tv we we did that and then i started writing a new tour the 2020 tour which i'm very glad i named it that because the whole fucking thing's been moved to 2021 <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> on the tickets and everything it's
4: on the tickets oh, posters shit. I'm 99% sure the set's already been made oh, uh, it's a big God. 2020 it was great
2: think of the jokes that you can have in 2021 though well exactly yeah,
4: honestly I, if, if I've got the set of 2020 I might open every night by just coming up and just weighing against one of the numbers just to open the show just literally pissing on it and going that's what I think of 2020 worst year German. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um yeah so then uh we started it uh, in between me writing this new show mm. and then all this lockdown happened and we ended up basically writing a very 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 large portion of it during lockdown um and it's been very stressful and we've mm-hmm. been it's it's our release date today the publication day and we've been um it's mixed emotions has not it because we've just been not knowing what to think of it
1: yeah it's it's we it's a weird feeling, isn't it? When it, I don't know, everyone's like, "How do you feel?" And it's like I don't know how to feel, and I think because we're me personally, and you not so much. I don't think because in your job you write a lot, you write Chris writes his shows and things like that. I found it hard. It's hard oh. writing a book, yeah. Um, and it's something that I never thought I would do, and. I'm glad that we've done it and I'm really proud of what we've done because I've read it about six times. Um,
4: I'm really proud of it too. Yeah. I'm really proud of you.
1: Because I,
4: I know how much, No, I genuinely, kind. I know how much Rosie uh, doubted herself at the beginning. And I remember, can you remember? I, she was like, oh, I can't write it, blah, blah, blah. She wrote her first chapter. She just got, picked a topic and wrote something. And I literally read it and I was like, you've got nothing to worry about. I was like, you've got absolutely nothing to worry about because Rosie's very funny anyway, but she can write in her own voice, which is a thing that not a lot of people can do. She puts it down on paper and you read it and you will know that she's written it because she can put her voice into there. And, I think um, that's
1: because I don't know how to write as a writer. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it's, it authors have the skill and they've probably done some sort of course to learn how to write, <laughs> whereas I just basically spoke...
4: You just empty to, your head in, on the a lap,
1: ...like on a laptop and that... So, uh, yeah, but... It's come together and we've done it and, and it's done. Good for you. Proud yeah, of it Thanks and
3: so much. And yeah. So you started it in lockdown and how many months pregnant are you, Rosie? I am, um, how many months am I now? Five months. Five months. Oh, so yeah. there were other things going on in lockdown a as couple, well. Couple of, couple of a couple of <laughs> things. Just a couple of little
1: things.
4: <laughs> yeah, broadband <laughs> went off for a day. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Do you know what? A bit like, not to be too TMI here, but we had been trying for a little while, and it wasn't. Until, it wasn't until lockdown when we were a bit not chilled because it's been horrific. But Chris wasn't working as much, um, and you probably had more time together. Had a bit more time. Probably had a bit more sperm that worked
4: because it was once. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not scared to tell them if you're not. It was once. <laughs> One, one once, time Once one in a year no, 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 so <laughs>
3: <laughs> In that dated. time Can I just say I was a huge fan of you On Strictly Oh, bless and you I, And Thank I don't you. just sound like Shirley Ballas But you did improve So
4: spectacularly. Thank you. Oh, wow I was,
3: I was proud of you oh, And you I don't so even much. know you But oh, now I feel I can that. be more proud Because oh. you were brilliant That's so Absolutely well. brilliant
2: You did well oh, no, I'm beaming here you, But was it slightly yeah. irritating For you that
1: he he was doing so well. you you just like, can you just fucking come home
3: yes. now? Like, it was literally like. <laughs> yeah. like. So-
2: well,
1: look, I'm, I'm the daft mug who made him do it. He wasn't going to do it. And I was like, no, do it. It'll be good. It's Because I, was, I wanted people to see the other side of Chris because he's been doing comedy since he was 20 and he was a bit of an arsehole when he was 20. <laughs> and now, <laughs> no, but now he's a dad. He's a family man and he's grown up a little bit. And I was like, I want people to see that side of you. And I was like, he'll only be in for two. I, I said to my mum, I was like, he'll only be in a fortnight. It'll be fine. We've got the book.
4: Yeah.
3: Blummin' Blackpool. I,
4: ev- yeah. Every All the way. I semis. was like, are
3: you Blackpool.
1: Yeah. semis?
4: Semis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was
3: fabulous. I was
4: there every week because I had to go in the final area anyway, because everyone's got to go for the final. So I was in every single one. It was ridiculous. Fabulous. But um, I might be the only person. Just the week before the semi finals, uh, I, uh, I got in the dance off against uh, Alex Scott. Absolutely love Alex. She's fantastic. She's the the, the footballer for uh, or, uh, she, yeah. She, she's definitely England. Might have been Arsenal ladies mm-hmm. as well. Um, she was Arsenal too, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if she played for them. She was just a massive fan, but I knew she was definitely England. Um, and she said, "I'm not a massive football fan." Um, so then uh, I was in the dance off against Dan. I phoned Rosie and I was like, "I'm in the dance off against Alex." And Rosie went, "Well, look, you've had a good run. It's been fun." <laughs> You need to come home. It wasn't like, go on, you can do it. It was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. definitely. And then the and Bruno and Shirley put me through and I might be the only person in the history of, of Strictly who's had to phone their partner when they got through and apologise. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Rosie, well, I'm really sorry. We can't put the Christmas tree up yet. Yeah, I've got to stay for another week.
1: It was, it was in- <laughs> really, really intense. But like looking back, it was mint. Although the one thing that made it a bit harder was that me and my family, every week... Decided to have a party. Of course and, you um, did. We did every single week. I and would it just have done. Got, yeah, but it got really intense. <laughs> my uncle, my uncle Kevin was on non-alcoholic beers by week 10. <laughs> he was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and we're big drinkers. We are big drinkers. Are I think you? I come from a big party family. Yeah. What's
3: your drink? What's Wine. The rams- yeah, I know that one.
4: Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> that do, one?
3: do you drink wine and then you eat palmo? What's palmo? Ah, uh, that's oh, Middlesbrough. Palmo. Oh, it's Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. What's
1: yeah, palmo? I thought I it was
3: what? all over the northeast, palmo. No,
4: they're nice, though. They so are lovely. Palmo is um is, they get it, you can have a pork or chicken, but we'll talk about the chicken ones. So chicken. they basically get a chicken breast, and they butterfly it so it like, they can fold it out mm. flat, and then the ham- with the back of a knife, this is the way I've seen it done, with the back of a knife, they hammer it really flat, like bum mm. really flat, then they deep fry it, then they cover it in bechamel sauce. Uh, obviously, deep fry it with breadcrumbs, Then they cover it in bechamel sauce, and then they put a load of cheese on top, and then they grill it underneath. Yeah, it's, it's called a nice. chicken parma.
1: That's a parma,
2: and that's that's a Middlesbrough delicacy.
4: It's Middlesbrough and Stockton, yeah, Teaside. side. Yeah. It's uh, Teaside it, it is
3: Parmo is famous.
4: It'll soak up all your alcohol after a night out, like it'll, that's why they have them. It'll just do. They
3: serve it in takeaways there, yeah,
4: and yeah. I am um,
1: That's that's mainly. The main place you get them, is yeah. You? But I don't. Takeaways. I mean,
4: do you even know this about me, Rosie? I've never, nice. I've never really had a chance to to brag about this. But I, when I first started my career, um, got paid 150 pound cash in hand by uh, Stockton uh, City Council to host in Stockton City Centre on a Saturday the World Parmal Making Championships. No, you didn't. So, oh, wow. No, I, uh, you didn't. That's an
3: exclusive, everybody. Just That's better than semi-finals of Strickland. Honestly,
4: I've never had a chance to brag about that. I can't believe this. Wow. Yeah. And there's, no, there's nothing like a live uh, food event during the day in a city centre to really bring out the creme de la creme of your city, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. It really I, really brings out the, uh, <laughs> the highbrow.
1: I don't know whether I'll top you here, but I once did a gig and it was the Leek and Onion show.
4: The, the leeks and, and it a onions. social club.
1: At a social club in Walker.
4: Right. And what did you? What, what did that consist? It like? was
1: just all the people who had allotments. It brought all the leeks and all the onions. And it, I, I sang at it. You sang. <laughs> what at the did leaf? you sing? What did you sing? Well, I used to sing in social clubs. That was my job. So I used to be a singer in all the clubs. And there was a, and that was the gig. The le- Did you do the world? Or- is just a great big onion. No,
4: or
3: don't cry, <laughs> for, me.
1: <laughs> don't cry <laughs> for me. Don't cry for me,
3: excellent. At the moment, who does the cooking in your household? Me.
1: Eat.
4: Every are
1: every great cook. What have you just cooked
4: yes.
3: tonight?
1: Oh, we haven't cooked tonight. We've got a Domino's got
4: tonight a, to celebrate.
2: <gasps> oh, what are, you, what are you having on your Domino's?
4: Oh, I am so boring. I have a margarita.
2: Margarita. I'm
4: so sorry. Just please. I, just Chris. I know, no. I'm sorry. That is tell boring. You
2: what, Do you get the dipping sauce?
4: Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. God, yeah. Get the bucket. Get the... Um, I, there's two reasons I only get margarita. I don't like... I feel like sometimes it's like too much I like pepperoni and stuff. I feel like you get a load of oil and stuff on it, and I'm a bit OCD, and I feel like it's all over the place. But mainly because... I inhale a pizza, like, frighteningly fast. Like, I, I've horrible. got a firm belief that I don't I don't think I'm ever full from pizza. I think I just stop because I think, right, this is getting silly now. I think I could eat easily four large Domino's pizzas mm-hmm. in one sitting. I think, I, I've never tried it, but I honestly think I've got a really weird theory that I Chris could just eat can eat, eat
1: anything and not put
2: weight on. She hates us. Oh, I, hate I, I listened to your podcast about this, and he, you're exactly like my husband,
1: and I can't yeah. fucking stand it. It's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> horrible. It's just the worst thing. I have to watch what I eat because my weight just balloons up and down constantly. If we go on holiday, I guarantee I'll put a stone on. Just guarantee. Just, just and he'll come back looking in, like Adonis. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I know. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll be like, I did a couple of laps in the pool. Look at me six pack. It's come back. And I'm like, "Oh my god. Oh.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry.
4: I'm sorry. I
2: just had like a tuna salad for dinner and my mm-hmm. husband's just had fish and chips and he's going oh to weigh less in the morning. We all know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, it's funny when, speaking of dominoes, my first date at my husband, I've been with my husband since we were 18. And um, oh. oh, yeah, and our first date, it was kind of third date, but we hadn't kissed yet. And it was Valentine's, which is always <laughs> a bit awkward because it's like okay. a bit pressurized. And yeah. I promised my mate Amber that I was going to go to this like night in Brixton with her because we were both single three weeks before and huh? uh, or, or a week before. And so I had to do that thing of being like a good friend. So I knew that I had about an hour and a half with Sam at his house and I also thought that I was obliged to potentially do things with him and uh, I was I no but I so I drunk things. no oh she knows everything um and uh I'm not going to talk about all my sexual encounters anyway so um so I drink I drink a, a down kind of half a bottle of amaretto um that my friend's given me for my 18th Felix and um, because oh, I'm right. like oh god I better loosen up you know and anyway we go yeah. there and his parents are downstairs like hello nice to meet you this is Jesse we go up to his bedroom because that's where boys of 18 hang out and he's like do you want a dominoes and it was the hardest thing to say no to because I was so scared that I was going to get food Aww. in my teeth. That I watched him. I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> I was so drunk and I needed that Domino's and I just watched him eat the barbecue chicken <sighs> no. Domino's and it broke my heart. Oh, and my so
4: God. that is
2: my Domino's story. I wish I was having oh. a Domino's night. God, I love it.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible for pizza.
3: So if you weren't having pizza, what would you normally eat in the evening? We, we're big pasta eaters.
4: Love a pasta.
3: We oh. love like
1: seafood linguine. Oh, um, me
3: too.
1: Yeah. And before I was pregnant, we used to, our go-to once a week, I think we used to have it, was prawn linguine with courgette, fresh chili, loads of garlic, uh, butter and white wine. Gorgeous. So it was just it was quite simple. You would julienne the courgette as well. Yeah, it? it was really simple, but just so so tasty! So I think that's one of
2: our favourite dishes, isn't yeah. it, guys? I guess that we can ask both of you because you're both on, and we want to know: last supper, starter, main, pudding, and drink of choice. Oh. Would they be the oh. same?
4: No. 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 Okay,
3: Rosie first. Yes.
1: Okay, starter. I would have um, tuna tartare. Oh, mm. I love that too. Mm.
4: Mm. I'm already, can I just say I'm already. I'm already out. <laughs>
1: No, I love
3: that. Where have you had it? I've tuna? had
1: it. Um, the last time I had it was just before lockdown. It was at Dean Street Townhouse. Oh, yeah, lovely. I like mm, that place. And it was unbelievable. It had like a quail's egg on top. It was oh, absolutely... fab. It was fantastic. So I would have that. That would be my starter. Main, I would have... I would have like a pasta, but I wouldn't have seafood because I've just had seafood. I'd have like a a ragu, like a really quite simple, just like a lovely ragu with like um, just a really nice meaty Mm. sauce. Mm. Uh, Yeah. And then dessert, I would be really boring and have like a chocolate fudge cake. Nice.
3: With ice cream or cream? Ice cream. Do you have cocktails first? Cocktails, like drinks
1: cocktails. Yeah. You yeah. Just pick a Would drink Would you well? just have wine or... Just wine. I'm not... Re- I don't really drink anything else. Cocktails, I find a bit... Ugh. What wine do you drink? I love Pinot Grigio. Yeah. Or, like, in the summer, I like a really, really cold Pinot Grigio. Or a... Uh, I don't like rosé. I like really like a blush rosé. When I was in yeah. the south of France a few years ago it was the first time I'd had rosé because I'd always been like oh I don't like it and it was absolutely amazing yeah I love so it so I'm now yeah. yeah I'm now a bit of a rosé drinker but if it was red it would be um a Pinot Noir Pinot like Noir, pinot. Do like pinot all, noir. The pinos, all
4: the Pinots all pinos, the Pinots yeah. I don't like talking about wine anymore I don't like no, talking about wine because I miss my for... little I miss my little wine buddy I've, I'm not. I'm not drinking wine for Rosie.
3: Are you not eating other things like brie and honey and things like that that you're not supposed to? I have? don't.
1: I don't really like cheese. But you just had a Domino. I can have it melted. Just, this it's is it's so really, It's a very
4: strange. It's so annoying.
1: Like, yeah. You've talked about this on your podcast, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Because I wish I did like cheese because I just think. That I'm a cheese cat. I love all food. You said the other day. Just not like, don't like cheese.
4: You said the other day, the exact sentence. I can't remember who we're talking to, but you said, I love a cheese board. I just don't love cheese. don't love cheese. So she wants a big bit of wood with some grapes on it. Yeah, yeah. she loves the idea of it.
1: I love pickles. I love like gherkins and I love crackers and chutneys. But you and don't all like that. any cheese. Don't like cheese. Uh, no, not. not at all. Why don't you have like a camembert
2: melty then? Ooh. A hot camembert? It's too Ooh, look, runny. She's vomiting. I she didn't have it. We were, did, you, did, oh,
4: us, sorry, did you not sorry did not on Saturday Kitchen. So we're going on Saturday Kitchen this week. Going but again. the last time we went on, tell tell them oh, what
1: They give us food. They give me food hell, and it was a pasta with Gruyere cheese is that how you say Gruyere and parmesan yeah sorry uh, and it and they served it matt served it in this massive cheese bowl and I nearly vomited. I had to down the rest of my wine because I was gonna be sick. And I got wrong off my mom. It
4: was amazing. When she rang me like that was it the was rudest amazing. thing I've ever seen.
1: And I was like, "Mom, I was gonna be sick. <laughs> it was horrible. And I felt terrible because I think he was genuinely good. I don't I think anyone's done that. I think it's the only that. time
4: because they always go, oh my food hell. Oh, I hate goat cheese or whatever. And then like Matt Te- Matt Tebbett or whatever, or one of the amazing chefs on there, they'll go, "Well, I've done this and you eat it and you go, "Well, of course you. it's amazing." And they eat it and they go, "Yeah, it's great." But she was like, "This is me food hell." And they gave her it and she nearly spat it out on the they I should was have asked you for No they do, they ask for your food yeah, hell, do. but they don't they're such good chefs, they don't imagine that it's genuinely your food hell and that you're gonna like I think they could probably cook me cat food and I'd like it because they're so talented. And the way oh my God. I honestly nearly threw up on live telly. It well, was lush.
1: That's why this time that's I've been amazing. a bit clever and I've, yeah. they've gone like what's your food hell and I'm like what have I picked Cheesecake. Again? cheesecake and I'm like oh I hate cheesecake I can I can stomach a cheesecake yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'll am i be alright I'll be like oh look that's for the beautiful. clip it's on
4: YouTube she literally is like mm-hmm. she like has to run and hide oh my and God, honestly the faces this. of all the chefs the look they look destroyed Look absolutely devastated. So they invited
1: you back. They did, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, and and the rest of oh, it was one of the best days of our life. It the rest great. of the food was unbelievable, and they give you that we had like four glasses of wine it was before eleven o'clock, and we just, oh, it was great. So, Chris, what's your um, last Ooh. supper? Um,
2: desert island meal.
4: So, am I dying or am I on a desert island?
2: We've had a bit of an issue with this. Right. So I we we have called it a death row meal. And no, I hate defense. that. Because it makes me feel um, So we have stopped talking about the death row meal. Right. Because we don't believe in um, the death penalty. So okay. that has gone. Um, it can be Last Supper, uh, Desert Island, whatever.
4: Basically, uh, Desert Island, but I'm, eat it. I'm not getting rescued. It's like this is the end, yeah. basically. Yeah. So we're like, right, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so my portion sizes have just gone up. Okay. Um, okay. So I want. You'll see
1: tomorrow. You're gonna see tomorrow. No, you're not. You. Oh no, you're not. on no, my desert island, aren't
4: I? Yeah, I'm going. Well, anyway, I am. I have real issue with these things because I. I can, And I'm. I quite like takeaways and and stodge and mm. like Rosie's picked like tuna tartar. I don't know if she's trying to show off in front of you two.
1: <laughs> you know, that's what I eat.
4: Nah, I don't know about that. Um, I would honestly have. This is going to sound ridiculous. I would have like a bucket to start off or a massive bowl of the pulled pork gyoza from Wagamama's.
3: I've
2: never had them. Never they sound had
3: amazing.
4: Had so it's oh, the gyoza nice. dumplings from Wagamama's that they I do, steamed gyoza. dumplings. But they've got, they've got pulled pork in them. <sighs> They're unbelievable. And the so- the little sauce that you dip it in like is just off Like or jabs. like
3: a, s- a salty, a, sticky yes, sauce. Yes, yes. Like, and it's, this, so it's got oh, like a couple
4: of bits of something in it, a bit of bamboo or something it's got in it. I don't oh, know what wow. it is. It's just like a little bit of thing. Oh nice. my God. So it might be ginger. Anyway, um, I have, I'd have them. I'd have a lot of them. And then it would ha- honestly, it would have to be a pizza, it would just have to be a massive
2: Domino's.
4: But maybe, do you know what? I'm mean, going to be controversial here. Maybe a Pizza Hut. What? Maybe a Pizza oh, no, Hut. No, no, no,
3: no, no. I'm sorry. Why?
4: Maybe the stuffed crust's nicer. It's a
3: stuffed crust, Jeff. Stuffed ah. crust is nicer. I knew so that. if I go
4: Domino's, right, I go extra cheese, I go margarita with extra cheese, right? Just because sometimes there's not enough cheese, it's a bit patchy. But if I go Pizza yeah. Hut, I go stuffed crust. Just and I can't all.
3: believe you're choosing a pizza. I
4: That's know, so but it's my me last meal and I'm going to...
3: Did you both grow up kind of with both your mums cooking like proper wholesome food every yeah, day? Yeah, mine. And mine. you two want... He wants a bloody takeaway for his meal before he goes?
4: I was picky. I was so picky, wasn't I? Oh. I was so bad. So Rosie would eat... You would clear your your siblings' vegetables from the table, yeah. wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, I've always been a really good eater. My brother and sister wouldn't eat the vegetables. My mum would leave the room and they'd put them on my plate. And I would just like scoop up the broccoli and the carrots.
4: Didn't eat broccoli until I was literally about twenty-five.
1: Yeah, he's be- always
4: so been there, so bad.
2: And you're still really slim, really handsome. You're annoying. Bit-
3: <laughs> Are you picky because you're a bit OCD, so you like everything separated?
4: No, I don't like everything separated. Um, this, is, so this is strange. So the the, the reason um, that I don't have much stuff on a pizza is because I feel like oh, I feel like it gets on my face. I used to have really bad spots when I was younger. Mm. When I was a teenager, I had really bad acne, and I got it whenever you used to watch like Clear cell adverts, it would show you that cross section of like a paw, and you'd be like, Well it's just dirt in your paw, you dirty fucker, just clean your face. And it's like, no, it's hormones, it's bullshit, but you don't know at the time. So I I after every meal I'll go and wash my face and hands, won't I? After every meal I'll go and wash my face and get just like to sometimes I'm worse than others. It's lovely pizzas, watching me eat
1: a bag of crisps. Not <laughs>
4: I do, I put two fingers into the crisps and then, do you know what I mean, I wash my hands afterwards. But I was really picky when I was younger. I wouldn't eat uh, chicken, you know what I mean, I wouldn't eat like any vegetables. I was um, potato smiley faces, potato waffles, turkey jettas, beans I could take or leave. My mom used to do a spaghetti bolognese, but she used to sieve the mince so it was just like red red watery sort of sauce so bad like such a bad eater they tried everything well, i say they tried everything me dad once um got me winnie the pooh vhs and said i'm gonna pull all the tape out of it if you don't eat this sunday dinner and uh i didn't eat the sunday dinner so he was just pulling out all this like just ripping all the tape <laughs> and i was just like sitting there just like knife and forking and just screaming just like scarred for life turns out it wasn't that it was like a recording of you being framed or something it wasn't actually me winnie the pooh <laughs> tape But that's what I'm... So, and I've got like, I don't know what it is. And we never got takeaways when I was younger. And some it's something about pizza. I don't know what it is. I can eat it. I can literally eat a pizza... Every make day. myself ill with it yeah but i could make myself ill with it like bad like i could go to bed and i could be asleep and my stomach could be hurt and I'll, be, I'll wake up in the morning and if i see a picture of a pizza or an advert for pizza i get a text from domino's or even when robin had that wooden little pizza thing oh, with the velcro have you ever seen them yeah, yeah i'd look yeah, at that yeah, yeah. i'd literally look at that and i'd be like oh you dirty fuck a murder of pizza like i just can't <laughs> i don't know what it is with pizza Something's i happened. just love it so much like so much. It's so weird. I believe um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: And
2: the um, Simpsons. The oh, I yeah, yeah, I hear you on that yeah.
4: one. Mm. That's something about it coming in a big flash. Chris, box.
1: how are your spots? Cool now, know. thank goodness. I, I just know.
4: really every day no I just spots. hope that Robin doesn't get them because they were honestly it was so bad. It
1: might have been because you were just eating shite.
4: Possibly. Possibly. But it's just hormonal, man. It's well, mainly hormonal.
1: Probably because
3: you're eating shit as well.
4: No, don't put that. Don't put <laughs> fake news out here for people. It's hormonal. I'm telling you.
3: You know, when you eat a lot of greasy stuff, it mm. does come out in your spot. There you see. Yeah. There you
2: go. All right. right, yeah. okay, right. <laughs> Doctor Hillary over here. All right, mum. But we hadn't finished. What's your What's your um, your drink of choice and your pud?
4: Mm. What would I like for me? But do you know what it is?
2: What?
4: <laughs> this is going to sound it so. I've been obsessed with Biscoff.
2: Oh, yeah. Lotus oh, Biscoff. Yeah. yeah.
4: And I follow these accounts on Instagram where they make these, like, Biscoff things. And I made the cookies that you made, like, a blondie for mm-hmm. us um, with, like, white chocolate and Biscoff blondie. The other day, I made this thing, and it was literally just a tray bake. It was a tray bake blondie off this Instagram account. And it was literally Biscoff spread, crushed up Biscoff, um, some ice and sugar out Clag it together in a tray, and then with melted white chocolate on top, and then melted biscoff drizzled through that, and then you did that thing where you get the, you know, you know where they get the cocktail stick and they just like that, so it looks yeah. all marble effect on the top. Put it in the fridge for an hour. One of them, full one of them. If I'm dying, I want to full one of them.
2: Who Who is this Instagram account? I
4: can't, it's something, what, Fit Waffle Fit waffle Kitchen or something.
2: Oh my God, hold on, I'm so getting that. So,
4: I think she's from Bristol. She's it's has got just some
2: Waffle Kitchen is a thing. It's something
4: like that, yeah. All
2: right, I'm following I think, she's, this lady. I think she's
4: like athletic. I think she's really athletic, hence the Fit, and then the Waffle Kitchen is the other uh, thing.
2: She's, but, I mean, she may, no, I think she's just really banging. She's really fit. You, these look filthy. Yeah, they're or, unbelievable.
4: And I think I would honestly, I think because I'm big, boring, pizza-eating, greasy-faced pig, I think I would literally just have just some beer. Stewart's Brewery craft lager.
3: Who's Kraft Stewart? Lager. Stewart's Brewery is that one up north? That... no? So we,
4: it... were a, we were in a we're in a garden centre, weren't we? And oh. uh, I like I always go and look at the craft beers like a, like a child in a sweet shop. I, but but I don't like ales and stuff. So no Newcastle Brown. No, definitely not. It's like a pint of Sunday dinner. Um, I like uh, really filling. Uh, I, I like craft lagers. I don't like craft ales and IPAs and blondes and all that. But we went to the 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 garden center and I go to the thing. I looked at all the little craft lagers and there was one called Stewart's Brewery. Uh, And it was, I got the one, he had two bottles and I got them. And then I went, as soon as I had it, I went straight online. I need to order some more actually. And I bought like two cases of it for the fridge for lockdown. And I was just, it's just been in the fridge and I've just been hammering it. It's lush.
1: We went crazy at lockdown. We ordered, how many bottles of wine did we get?
4: I got 600 quid's worth of wine from Fortnum and Mason.
1: We just thought, sod it. The two, his two-air got moved and we were just a bit depressed and we just thought, nah.
4: And this was obviously before she was pregnant.
1: And this was before I was pregnant. Good, fine, great. Posh wine, the chair were up. So much
4: wine. So much wine. It came in like three huge boxes. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it was nuts.
2: So um, do you both have good table manners? They're looking at each
1: other. I think I've got better table manners than you.
4: Yeah, I'm waiting for her to tell me if I've got good table manners or not. Do you know,
1: it's it's a tricky one because Chris is a lovely, lovely man. But when I first met him... feel a
4: big butt. I feel a big butt but well, coming in. I heard that. It's a bit odd,
1: that. I don't know whether... You have to be a bit of an arsehole to be a comedian. And I think a
4: bit selfish. You didn't a bit have very good
1: manners when I met you. Yeah. No no offence. I think I think they've got a lot better. Because I not I wasn't brought up like crazy, crazy strict, but we had to leave we had asked to leave the table when I was growing up. So if we wanted to leave, it was like, please may I leave the table. So Robin does that now. Yeah. And yeah, we've. I like good table manners, so you've had, had to, to learn. just learn and adapt. Yeah,
4: well, I get up, I go, get up to wash my hands and face as soon as I'm finished, and I'm the fastest eater on the planet. Yeah, like it's, it's like you, you've constantly got to tell me to slow down.
1: Robin tells you to slow down. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Daddy, slow down. You're eating so fast. You're gonna get a bad tummy. And I'm like, yeah, tell him. I
4: nearly always do. Um, But I just need it over with so I can go and wash my face.
1: Oh, (laughs) oh, bless you. Oh,
2: You two look at each other like you're such a team. And (laughs) no, but it's really, it's it's, you, you enjoy each other. Look, from what I've gathered from listening to you guys and having an hour on Zoom with you, like you look at each other, you're such a team, like you're amazing and you find each other so, look, they just look at each other the (laughs) whole time and like, like you're kind of in the first year of oh bless you being in love or whatever. It really, it really seems like that and I, look, you work together and I'm sure loads of fuckers have asked you this but like, you know, has it changed it and do you feel like when, because you talk about the fact that you kind of, your date is basically the podcast Mm. now and you record Mm. it and, and and that kind of confusion of it now being look a a, sl- a business in a sense but also that kind of quality time that also airing kind of you know your dirty laundry whatever it's all this kind of it's it's real life and that's why i think everyone adores you and you're so brilliant and but like has it effect, has it
1: changed shit um it, to be honest it's it's been great so far touch wood but what we always see is um because we get asked mm. to do Loads of stuff together. We turn a lot of things down Mm -hmm. because we're very aware that we're married, and I want to stay married. And I don't think I don't want I don't want to work with you all the time. He doesn't want to work with me all the time. So we're kind of doing what we're doing now, and we love it. And the podcast is great because it's just once a week, it's literally an hour and a half or whatever. But we do get on, don't we? We have a right little laugh. We do. We do. We do. I mean, we argue a lot, like everybody does. But on the whole. Mm. Yeah, I think it's more like a heated we're,
4: discussion. We're very, rarely shout shout at each other. We've never left the house goals.
1: in an or, in a storming argument, and no. stuff like that.
4: I went out once and sat in the car, but I had no way to go. Aww. Remember that?
1: Oh yeah, that's hilarious. Sat that on in the drive.
4: I didn't have anywhere to go. <laughs>
1: you've t- you've actually you've chilled me out a bit because I used to love a fight. Like I was dead feisty and I just. And he doesn't like fighting, so I don't it's like, like arguing. it's pointless arguing with him because he's just. He's quite chilled and he's like, right, okay, calm down. And I'm like,
4: I just want it to be, I just want everything to be all right. Like, I always just want everything to be okay. I want equilibrium to be restored. I don't like, yeah, I don't like going to bed angry. I don't like not speaking to someone. I don't really huff. It's not really something I do. Mm. So I am, um, but yeah, I, 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 I love making Rosie laugh. So, the podcast, we sit down and we just want to make each other laugh. That's mm. all we want to do. So, when I have, we'll have the moments when we say things and you're sitting and you're like, hey, I'm crying. And there's like tears running down your face. I'm like, well, this is just great because you know it's just the, the woman i love and, and something i really love doing so it's just a perfect thing to do
2: but she makes you laugh
4: she's so funny well that's the thing i mean
2: people are so funny well, people laugh oh,
4: because of me being a comedian people oh, again we've done a lot of press recently i can't remember who asked it but it was like oh so what's it like then you being a comedian and now people are saying that your wife's just as funny as you i'm like that's fucking great like shit the bed like it's mint i don't want to do I, a i didn't want to do podcast on my own i wouldn't have done podcast podcast on my own but it wouldn't have done as well because of the way you bounce off each other But I've said it before and I'll say it again the fact that other people are now seeing what I see and on a larger scale of how funny and how brilliant she is it's just it's great plus you know a bit more of an income now as well so every every uh, <laughs> every cloud it's <laughs> brilliant I love it it's, people seem to think that there's this some kind of like Uh, I don't know like uh, um, competitiveness but it's not at all we're we're a team and we love making each other laugh and when we're making each other laugh other people happen to find that funny so there we go
2: Yeah, I'm so impressed and I feel like maybe I should start being a bit nicer to my mum now actually because it's just so it's it's just beautiful seeing you two together you adore each other which everyone knows and everyone adores you and you deserve everything and you're freaking funny both of you. you last question we need to ask you well Rosie you're a
1: singer um but do you like karaoke? Oh, it depends because um, I used to sing professionally, obviously, but then when I've had a drink, I cannot sing a note. So whenever I'm doing karaoke, my friends are like, Rosie, Rosie, you'll get up and sing. And I get up and I sound oh. shocking. So uh, yes and no, I, I, it is good fun.
4: I'm a terrible you. singer, right? And because I live with someone who is a very good singer, uh, it's made me confident in singing even worse because I just know how bad I am now.
1: You don't like karaoke, do you?
3: It's not your cup of tea,
1: Not
4: really my thing.
3: The the other question I wanted to ask is what's on your lunchbox? When you were little, what was your lunchbox? I bet yours was Mutant Ninja Turtle.
4: Uh, I've got a funny story about my lunchbox, actually. I had uh, a Gordon the Gopher blue lunchbox with a red handle, but then I thought Gordon the Gopher's a bit Childish now, you know when you know when you get to that age. I must have been about six or seven, and I was like, "Go on the golf, I know." So I had yeah. a, a magazine, uh, some kind of I don't know. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was in Last Action Hero at the time, and there was a poster of Arnold Schwarzenegger in the magazine, and uh, I cut it out and I sellotaped Arnold Schwarzenegger to the front of my lunchbox. So it was a photo. A photo of Arnold Schwarzenegger Shit. gets better. That's um, I took it in. I got. I got reminded of this years later because one of my mates, uh, who I still knocked around with at the time when I was about fifteen, reminded us when we were fifteen that when I was six, he was in the barber shop that I went into with the lunchbox and said, "Can I have me hair cut like Arnold Schwarzenegger?" <laughs> Um, and I even said to the barber, "Can you do the bits that go in there?" Because he had obviously slightly receding, the
2: receding hairline.
4: I <laughs> uh, and I was like, I was like, "Can you do them bits in there?" And he was like, "That's because he's old, son. Like that's because he's getting I mean, older." You
1: were, you were fifteen. No, I was no. That. He
4: told me about it when I was fifteen. My oh, mate reminded, it right. Kyle reminded us of it years later. He was like, "Can you?" He was like, "Can you?" And I'd forgot. He was like, "Can you remember when you went into the barbers?" with the lunchbox with Arnold Schwarzenegger and I was like what the fuck I was like how do you know about that he was like I was in the barbers and I was like oh fuck Terrific. but yeah I went in with it so yeah a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger which I wanted to be exactly like
2: that's amazing
4: <laughs> no I said I didn't want the muscles I wanted the fucking hands. and oh, Rosie what <laughs> about you
1: uh, mine would have been I was k Bay's mad when I was a kid K-Base do you, know, do you remember k when they used mm-hmm. to like and they, they were just dead lovely or oh, Captain Planet—that was another one that I used to love. Oh, that was when good. I was a little kid. You know, Captain Planet? He's a hero.
0: Gonna, gonna take, take pollution the down, down to zero. zero.
1: <laughs> yes. So that that was my bag, my what, jam. What was in your lunchbox? Um, I I got school dinners at school, but again, this is you, how... did you get? I bet you got a packed lunch. Yeah, yeah picky totally. as fuck. Totally. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah,
4: yeah. sort of being like a juice, like a bottle of juice. Oh, was I think it was an R two D two juice. Uh but it looked like it looked like R2D2 because it had a dome on the top. Uh bread and butter.
1: Just bread and butter. Just no bread filling. and butter. Okay.
4: No filling, just bread and butter. Shocking. Um it'll have been a cheese string. Yeah. Um, it'll have been a packet of salt and vinegar squares. Um a trio. Trio trio. Trio or a caramel Rocky Robin.
2: Oh yeah, they were they were really nice. Yeah, they were nice.
4: Um and then probably like a vanilla yogurt.
3: A vanilla yogurt.
4: Probably a vanilla I was honestly pathetic. And I know, like, I could have, like, when you asked us me perfect meal and stuff, I could have picked, you know, like, fillet steak, you know, with, like, you know, all it, but I, a pizza was genuinely my favorite thing, but above everything else. But I always have been vanilla and bland in stuff I like. You're very vanilla.
1: Well, not just that, but you told me not long ago that after every meal when you were a kid, you got a packet of crisps and a bar of chocolate. After every meal. After every single Bearing meal. Bear in mind,
4: the meal was just fucking turkey jettas and, and smiley faces. That's all they were, with some bread and butter But did your side.
3: parents eat other things, or did you... My
4: mum and dad would eat... Sp- the, the things I remember mainly were spaghetti bolognese, uh, Sunday dinners... And weirdly, on a Saturday before my mom and dad used to go out, um, we used to have, like, you know, Goodfellas pizzas. Mm. I met, oh, this is such a weird memory that just came up. My mom would buy the Goodfellas deep pan pizzas, but the pepperoni ones with pepperoni and green and red peppers on. And before she, she'd get them from the supermarket, from the freezer, but they were still a bit soft. And she'd quarter them up before she froze them. And then she'd so get one out and you'd you'd snap your quarter off. So on a on a Saturday night before they went out, they'd have, like, a quarter of pizza with, like, some beans and chips or whatever. But my dad would have, um, he used to call it, uh, so it, it was it was peas, chips, and like a, a a slice of pie. But he would call it pie, pea, and chips. Not pie, peas, and chips. Pie, pea, and chips. Oh yeah, like same, pie. Yeah. One fucking pee and some chip, yeah. like. But it was. But well, you haven't piped in chips,
2: guys. I feel like we've taken up so much yeah. of your time, and you've been, been so lovely. amazing. Oh, you have loved it, we've but loved like it. honestly, you have had such a busy. Well, you've been had a busy few months, but like also this today week is particular.
3: a busy day. Yeah,
2: congratulations, and you're fabulous. Sure we
3: love you.
4: Bless you. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
3: And Jesse, I was a bit jealous of them before they came on. I thought I wasn't going to like them because they're always number one, and now I'm completely love with you because you're oh, gorgeous
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. well just from me I've been a fan of your podcast for years long before we did ours so to be asked to go on your podcast wasn't be I, very was, excited, I was like yeah. really buzzing so I, I personally
4: you. I don't uh, publicly admit to there being any other podcast in the world apart from ours of course um, not. Just, just me thing. Um but Rosie was very very excited so we've both been thank looking forward to it. so thank you so much for having well, us
2: well listen hopefully yes. we'll meet in the flesh and we can get the kids the together the and we can eat deep pan pizzas and stuffed crust yes. and whatnot and um, all go to Mama's yes. for those gyozas yes, so but thank you.
4: thank
2: you thank you thank you oh my god I love them so nice their rapport together is like i mean if you listen to the podcast they just have a right old chat and they giggle and it was exactly like that and i really wish we'd been able to have them over they brighten my day up they brighten my day up too i really would like to have a glass of wine with rosie post baby because i think she's freaking great yeah thank you so much for listening thank you to chris and rosie go and get the book shagged married annoyed and we will see you next week Thank you for listening. The music you've heard on Table Manners is by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. Table Manners is produced by Alice Williams.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh